I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's my check! It's my check! The podcast by Mike Myers! And we're clear. Hello, horny babies, and welcome to another episode of Mike Check, the only podcast that goes through the entire filmography of Mr. Mike Myers, just to check if it is still shagadelic, baby. My name is Alexi Toliopoulos, and with me, as always, is Cameron James. Hello, it's great to be here. We are now living in a post-Love Guru world. This is our first ep since our historic live episode of The Love Guru, and... How are you feeling, Lex? Are you feeling uh, different at all? You changed man? I feel different. I feel like I've come to terms with the love Mm -hmm. guru and what it means to me and what it means to now be a guy that's seen a 4.5 times walking around this earth alone in this world. (laughs) Uh, And I feel happy and especially feel even happier now having seen the 2008 MTV Movie Awards hosted by Mr. Mike Myers. This is... Crazy. We are traveling back in time a week before The Love Guru came out for this. Two episode. weeks. This happened on June 1st. A fortnight. And Love Guru was released on June 20th. <laughs> oh, wow. How very exciting. We've decided to go back to this specific day in history because. Well, this is a time before Mike knew how the world was going to react to his latest mm. creation. He's still very much in plug mode. He's in media mode. He's up there on the stage, treading the boards, strutting his stuff to try and get the word about the love guru out he there. He does state that this is live, which as we all know, live TV is Mike's milieu, baby, as he's <laughs> said in the past. So he should be going great in this thing. He never said the phrase live from New York. Because it's from... Los Angeles, the city of angels. And we decided to bring a special guest onto today's episode, a guest who was in fact supposed to be joining us for the Love Guru Live. And live is their milieu, baby. (laughs) That's why we got them in for this episode too. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the pod one of the horniest babies, one of our favorite and most lovingly returning guests Ben Russell, everybody. <laughs> ben Russell, thank you so much for joining us one more time. Uh, I am excited to be here and I'm feeling very horny. <laughs> Can I just paint a picture to the uh, listeners out there? Ben and I are both holding the microphones, good morning Vietnam style. <laughs> <laughs> and I am reaching up to a desk with a mic that's slightly too tall for me, so I'm a little tiptoeing up to the mic here. 
but I still feel just as strong as either of you boys. Cameron <laughs> looks like he's Jeff Foxworthy <laughs> at his prime. <laughs> Feels like he's just. I'm wearing uh, I'm wearing flannel and I have a bit of a moustache yeah. at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like at any point. And I'm wearing like, blue jeans. If you've got <laughs> shoes on your lawn, you might be a redneck. <laughs> I would love to have my own version of that bit, but it would be called You Might Be Horny. And it's just <laughs> me describing ways that people might be horny. If you have a little trickle down your inner thigh, you might be horny. It's <laughs> good. I think, I think it's going to work. It's going to work. All right, I'll try it out in the clubs of Greenwich Village. <laughs> I'll let you guys know. Yeah, man, As that's... you may have noticed, I was radio silent for approximately one minute. I just forgot to put on my Austin Power Spy Shagney hat. The hat is now on, and the podcast may officially commence. <laughs> so, thank you so much for joining us today, Ben. Thank I you. And I'm, it. I'm, I'm sorry that I missed the live. The live baby recording. That's okay. That's all right. You've you've watched most of the Love Guru since then, though, haven't you? I've watched most of it. <laughs> you watched I the w- other half that Alexi missed. I, I, think. Watched, <laughs> I watched up to a point, and then I was like, I'm going to play a little Command and Conquer, uh, and then come back to it. Yeah, with a little bit more thirst. So, mm. and I need to ask, so far, what are your thoughts on the Love Guru? Um, I was surprised at uh, Mike's hatred towards little people. <laughs> the most, he really um. Like has oh really fucking hates this. Oh yeah, people. his mm. treatment of Vern Troyer in this film is deplorable. It's not okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> not alright. It's not good stuff. No, not good stuff. Well, you got to treat if you end up finishing the movie. You got to treat ahead of you because that's it. It stays the same. If anything, he increases his violence towards the young man. Well, I tell you what, I what, loved the nerd bar fight with Toshed Point mm-hmm. and really Mr. Rob that. Hubel. Who actually is credited as Ron Hubel in the credits. <laughs> oh, whoops. As <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a snafu in Hollywood to miscredit someone. A little bit of a faux pas, but it's okay. <laughs> he took it well. Yeah. After, <laughs> after he was like, fine, that's okay. Yeah, he's, he's gone on to MTV's Human Giant and many other great things. But I guess that would be the best way to... Be part of the love guru is to be in a scene with Mike Myers and Romany Malco and mm. Tosh.0, but also Tosh.0 would be the big selling point. Or it did not appear on your IMDb because it's, <laughs> it's credit to another fake man. <laughs> now, I got to ask you as well we know a fair bit about your relationship to Mike and your love of the man, but mm. after watching this half of the love guru, has your opinion on the man changed? I mean, the Love Guru's like biggest <laughs> sin was that it just was kind. It was I couldn't hate it nor love it mm. nor mm. I felt nothing about it. Yes, and so that was the first time, and it was an alien feeling, and I felt like <laughs> alone, you know. <laughs> Because the- <laughs> it is a, it's a movie. <laughs> Were you watching it alone as well? <laughs> yeah, I was. That is the saddest feeling in the world to be watching the Love Guru alone. And I a, think at I- a desk on a laptop, very close to it. <laughs> I think loneliness is what connects us all to Mike Myers. Mm. Yes, yes, indeed. baby. And we seek when we watch Mike Myers as lonely people. We seek comfort and joy, but the love guru is unable to provide Mm, that for mm. us. It is, like you said, you can either love it nor hate it. 
And in its mediocrity lies its uh, its greatest crime against humanity. <laughs> <laughs> and the last movie we I watched... I could not have said that better myself. <laughs> the last movie that we did watch together was The Cat in the Hat. Mm. In comparison mm. to that, where does a love guru rank? Above or I would, beneath? I would rather watch Cat in the Hat. Really? Guru. Because of Alec Baldwin. Yeah, because I can hate on it. Okay. Yeah, true. It's a horrible film. Now oh, you're man, a famous hater. <laughs> Tell us what it's like to be a hater. Well, you know, you're very unhappy all the time. You know, I'll see someone on the street. Uh, what do you get out of here, you <laughs> bloody? And that all that just is everything. Let me see. Let me ask you. You see some fool on the street? What do you say to him? <laughs> uh, I just say, get out of here. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, please behave. <laughs> this is too raw for us. <laughs> we love to have a bit of a muck around. I love that kind of shit, guys. Um, let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you guys a question now. Um, Two thousand and eight. Where were you, Alexi? Paint a picture of where you were for us. Well, I was seventeen years of age, mm. just turned seventeen, mm-hmm. and I was still in high school, year eleven. Mm-hmm. HSC, the big school certificate, still. It's actually called the BSC, the big school certificate. <laughs> We're still a little while away. But I had the stress and angst of a teenager trying to figure out what's next in life. Sure. What direction should I take? Mm. I was mm. at a crossroads, not unlike Britney Spears in, in the movie Crossroads. crossroads. Or yeah. when she stopped at a crossroads with a shaved head and got her photo taken <laughs> yeah. by the paps. Well, that was one year earlier, 2007. So I was, mm. uh, I was uh, Too young still to remember reeling. It. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't actually switched on yet. Memories were not cognizant yeah, for lucky. me yet. I was I was a twenty year old boy. I knew it. I knew what had happened. Ben and I lived through that. Yeah, really? Man. Yeah, man. All right, dude. We're the real survivors. What was it like back in two thousand and seven? Paint a picture for me. Where were you when Britney shaved her head off? Dude, it was rough. Mm. Awesome, dude. I was eighteen years old. Yeah, I was um. Tongue deep in some babe. <laughs> <laughs> Your balls drop yet? Uh, one, one. Tongue <laughs> deep in some babe. <laughs> Let the record show it's extremely late at night. And we just watched a 90 minute video from 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, I don't know. Where were you, Ben? Where were you in 2008? Okay, picture this. I'm picturing it, baby. Perth. 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 Pre-boom. The boom's happening, but we don't even know. Wait, the weed boom? The, nah, man. The mining boom. Oh, Wake up. fuck yeah, dude. Oh, Mother Earth's being raped yep. by the, by the Reinhardts. Yep. Uh, and uh, little Ben Russell. Little Ben Russell sits going, I'm going to be somebody. I'm going to go to... Improv school. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Improv school. So he goes off and he's about to go off on the big journey. To America. That was just before you left for the States. Yeah. Wow. All right. Were any of these movies in 2008 perhaps an influence on you, realising that there was a changing of the guard and perhaps a little scrappy boy from Perth was right behind? Can I make one guess as to what the biggest influence was from 2008? Get Smart featuring Steve Carell, Dwayne Johnson and Anne Hathaway. No. <laughs> Zach oh. and Miri make a porno by Kevin Smith. Absolutely, dude. Snitchy, bitchy. He'll listen to the smog cast. We're two little walks talking about the smods. 
So you were just about to go overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you're a big Mike guy. You're about to go and follow in the footsteps of your hero in many ways. Well, yeah, I mean, he was Toronto. Sure. And I'm, and I don't... Yeah, I guess so. I guess, sure, a hero is fine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, just joking. That's serious business. He is a hero of mine. <laughs> Where were you in 2008? Cameron James, let the record show. Stop avoiding me. Stop avoiding my eyes and tell us the truth. Do you want the truth? I want the truth. Do you guys want the actual truth? I want the truth. You can handle the okay. truth. Okay. I actually think you can handle All it. All right. Uh, 2008. I don't know if I can handle Newcastle, this. Newcastle, New South Wales, me, 18 years old. Far out. Your balls dropped <laughs> yet? Balls dropped. <laughs> tongue deep in some babe. Roaming around town. Wait, data roaming? <laughs> Because that's expensive, that dude. Expensive. Cruising around in my uh, Mitsubishi Mirage, trying to make it as a musician, failing, mm. thinking, what's in the future for me? Completely unaware that stand-up comedy and podcasting wow. is the answer. Ten years later. Here all those years later. We were all just babies. What yeah. phone did you just... guys have back then? Mm. I had a Nokia. Oh, yeah, big time. Big yeah, Nokia I would have it up. Yeah, I reckon the Nokia 5510 or some shit. Man, I love that shit. Yeah. That polyphonic ring shit. I love Dude, it. I could watch videos on mine. It was awesome. I could read SMH in the morning. Yeah, man. Text. And Zoo in the evening. For a little while, I had a Sony Ericsson. But then, uh, you know, how that, you know, everybody knows how that story goes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> How's that story go? Oh, man, you know, Sony Ericsson. Man. Yeah, get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> Stop mucking around, mates. Well, it was a different time. It was a different era. And when we watched this MTV Movie Awards video today, which, by the way, thank you, Harrison Angstrom, for oh, uploading thanks so much. for us. We didn't upload it. He sent us a link to probably the world's <laughs> most heinous website in history, <laughs> Pandora.jp.tv. <laughs> Uh, we appreciated the link and it was great to actually watch this, but my computer actually did shut down due to a virus about three minutes into watching this. <laughs> it, did. it did. It was really scary. Well, uh, yeah, it was a it was a scary experience for all of us, but yep. maybe not as scary as watching Mike Myers host the MTV Movie mm. Awards. I say we dig right into it, guys. Let's get straight into Let's it. We into are the talking about the 2008 MTV Movie Awards held at the Gibson Amphitheater in Universal City, California, hosted by Canadian comedian Mr. Mike Myers. <laughs> you know, it was interesting because it just took me, it started, and then all of a sudden they did a little dance. It was very odd. It does begin with truly, in the year 2017, a moment that shook me to my core. <laughs> so it begins, Mike Myers comes out, he does a little patter, it's not that great. It's He does immediately plug the love guru, coming out 20 days later, or I'm 19 beginning days. To, back then, you know, the MTV awards were all about advertising, not like what they are today. <laughs> well, now it is a political statement. Yeah. I mean, come on, it rocked the world when they took away the sex-based acting categories, no longer gender-based. Only about talents, and the most talented of them all, Emma Watson. I was going to say Miss, but 
Not anymore. These ones did have some genderless categories already. It had best comedic performance, best villain. Mm-hmm. There was also <laughs> some pretty blatant sexual harassment. Uh, live on oh, the yeah, big really time. Uh, yeah. Strong encouragement thereof yeah, as well. Weird. Uh, Speaking be- of that exact kind of shit, straight away Mike Myers, after his patter, <laughs> he gets interrupted. And who interrupts Mike Myers? Mr. Chris Brown, not the charming doctor vet from Channel 10's <laughs> Dr. Chris Brown, famous vet man. Bondi vet. You're not the Bondi vet. It is. Wouldn't that be something, though? <laughs> not the Chris Brown that is used to helping animals, but the man who is the opposite of that. Oh. He hurts people. And he heard us seeing him up there again, Mr. Chris Brown. Chris Brown got up on stage with our mic. They have a bit of a standoff, and Mike says there's only one way to solve this, a dance battle. All of a sudden, some crazy hip-hop music starts. I'm like, whoa, what is this fresh sound? I don't from, even- <laughs> from one decade ago. <laughs> yeah, what is this <laughs> shit? I love this shit. And then uh, some B-boys come out on stage. Chris Brown and Mike Myers dance battling it up. What do we think of their moves, Well, guys? it's the Sharks <laughs> versus the Jets for the 2008 generation. <laughs> Brown v. Myers. Now listen, Chris Brown, one of history's greatest monsters. Yes. Up, the- <laughs> up there with Fritzel, in my opinion. And Dracula, one- Herman Munster, all of the great monsters. <laughs> Chris, would you reckon Chris Brown will be the next in the Herman Universal, Munster? <laughs> universal Monsters As himself. cinematic <laughs> universe? <laughs> my God, what have you done? <laughs> That's who, uh, that's who Russell Crowe transforms into when he goes into Dr. Jekyll mode. Oh God. It's truly, truly horrific. Um, but I got to say, at the time, I guess we didn't know. 2008. No, no, no. This is pre. How were we to know? They were together. They and were the guy, shots of them. The guy can fucking dance. Yeah, Cameron said, let's forgive the guy. Come on. <laughs> He's dancing a storm up there. And Mike, Mike's got some moves too. He holds his own. That to yeah. me was insane because Mike is like 40-something years old and he held his own up against one of history's greatest <laughs> monsters and greatest dancers. And then he, after it, he didn't even seem puffed out. Mm. Yeah, that's true. But he's got that dance training too. He's a tap dancer, Mike Myers. You know who else didn't seem puffed out? Puff Daddy, who mm. was there. You know who did seem puffed out? Seth Rogen. He puffed up a storm backstage, I'm sure, <laughs> actually, back then. that's where, This is a ye weed culture finally went mainstream. Yeah, it was so refreshing <laughs> just to see young, you know, guys getting up there saying, I smoke weed. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I fucking bung on, bros. And this is 2008. <laughs> this is many years before Zach Galifianak got onto the stage and of Bill Maher tonight and lit up that Dugos <laughs> and really sucked it down hard really before le- weed was legal in Australia and America. <laughs> and we've got really do have the pioneers of weed, the weed movement like Seth Rogen, James Frankos. <laughs> Zach Elfinakos, Zach Efronokos, and people like Vanessa Hudgens that really let weed be cool. And I'm really <laughs> thankful for them because, you know, I wouldn't be here today as a weed comedian, the guy that talks about smoking <laughs> weed up on that stage. These are my heroes. If it weren't for McLovin and like Jonah Hill and stuff like that, I wouldn't be here doing my thing. <laughs> and this is the moment <laughs> that changed it all. McLovin's your biggest influence. <laughs> dude, yeah, Fogel's my biggest influence, dude. 
Oh my uh, god, you're a fucking moron. Oh <laughs> <laughs> boy. Oh, I'm dying over here. So, what do we think about this dance? We liked it, but it did cut the monologue short to about 30 seconds long. <laughs> that was it. Do we think there was anything about that? And I thought maybe after the dance, Mike would continue the monologue like they do at SNL mm, whenever yeah. there's a crowd interaction uh, bit. But he he just threw straight to the first uh, category. And the it first category was, uh, what was it? It was, it was best female performance. Oh, yeah, you're right. Best was, female performance. And hosted, the presenters. Hosted by Will Smith. Will Smith. <clears throat> Jason Bateman. Charlize Theron. All chanting. Mm-hmm. When he, we say fee, you say male. Female. And they female. are, of course, the cast of Hancock. And when I say Han, you say... Cock. And they're like, hey, hey, come on, let's not do this, is what they say. That's really funny. It's a funny bit. And Will Smith really hypes him up. I think he may have detected that energy had lulled. <laughs> and, you know, he is an MC, so... <laughs> yeah, Maybe he has a MC. little bit of respect. And then Ellen Page <laughs> wins for Best Film Performance for the film Juno. And do you know that wasn't going to happen? <laughs> Come on, Come dude. on, dude. <laughs> Sorry, dude. A bit of the wacker tobacco today. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm going crazy, guys. Ellen Page, oh, she's great. She's very talented um, and very, can I say, MTV. Very mm. MTV. A real slacker, if mm. you will. Yeah. yeah, you will. Yeah, she's got that slacker Gen X mentality. And she is cool. Can I say that? I think you can. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? She's yeah, cool. Man. Not on this podcast. Okay, well, I think can she's cool. Can we say cool. cool on this podcast? <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Can I? Yeah, I guess so. I will, I'll say it. She's funny. She's sexy. She's cool. Yeah, And absolutely. this is, I think, a turning point. This is when the youth begins Two to things. revolt. So I'm not talking about Michael Sarah. <laughs> 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 a co-star in this movie. But this is when the films of this generation are starting to be recognised. Juno was nominated for many Academy Awards, mm-hmm. including Best Female Performance. <laughs> it's like it won the MTV Awards. And I think that's cool. A couple of years before, we had Napoleon Dynamite winning the MTV Awards, but snubbed at the Oscars. Polly Dynamite was snubbed at the Oscars. And we're not seeing that kind of stuff anymore. That's what's cool. And she kisses, she's about to kiss Jason Bateman on the lips when she wins the awards. I must have freaked out and looked away at that. 2008, different time. Um, And after that was Best Fight, wasn't it? Uh, Well, we had. um, We had uh, two very funny boys come out on stage. I'm talking about. Danny McBride and and Will Ferrell. Yes. Both came Ooh, in on stage. Yes. Two incredible comedians. And this is just when the Foot Fist Wade come out. So Danny McBride, not the star he is now. Yeah. But we're watching we're watching kind of like So it's before Alien Covenant. Yeah, before Covenant. Before Yes, Covenant. before Alien Covenant, where he truly became a star and helped weed become mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're um, gonna get a fucking alien and shit. Like now, if you're, <laughs> if you're... Hey, you can tell that alien I'm gonna kiss on its pussy. <laughs> hey, you motherfucker, fucking face hugger, son of a bitch, pussy. <laughs> Very good, McBride. Very good, McBride. That- but if if I were to tell you McBride and Ferrell are together, you'd be like, holy, holy shit, this is going to be some funny stuff. And let me just say, 
They bombed. But they, they I think we thought it was kind of funny. They were talking about illiteracy, and it is kind of revealed that they're both kind of a bit illiterate. And 2008, that can happen. George Bush, still president. <laughs> we are yet to see the hope build. Barack Obama, come on in, take charge of the entire world, win that Nobel Prize. I hope Mike Myers hosted the Nobel Peace Prize Awards that year as well. In character as Guru Pitka. <laughs> Please, love who comes out on DVD. Give it another chance, guys. <laughs> Give it another chance. Yikes. Yeah, they stank it up big time. And they, it, it's it's really, this is the point where you well, look at it. They didn't give a shit. They, yeah. didn't care. they were just there for the They, they got drove their movies. There and did it and then left. McBride plugs um, Foot Fist Way at the end. Feral plugs Set Brothers. Yes, and they just get a cheer <laughs> after they've bombed for a minute. They're like, oh, whatever, let's get back. Let's just plug shit and get into the awards. It's so weird. That's the point where you go, oh, this is a, a ceremony of people that have been contractually obliged to appear mm. in this thing in order to promote the movies they're in or because MTV dis- must have some distribution or whoever owns MTV must... Distri- Viacom, I think. Mm. It's, yeah, it's a. It's fucking Viacom, yeah. man. Distributing things. So it's like you, you see celebrities like this show up, phone it in. The biggest one who phoned in IMO is uh, uh, Ed Norton. Mm. Ed Norton does come out with um, Liv Tyler. Listen, Edward, if you don't do this. <laughs> We're going to sue the pants off you again. <laughs> and you said that you thought Ed Norton was selling out big time presenting at these award shows. He is, right? But he was, <clears throat> he was trying to bring up political awareness. What did he say? He said something about politics. I think he just said the word politics. Like, politics. Well, he's just like, guys, listen, <laughs> we're about to listen to Coldplay. These are very woke blokes. We're talking Vita La Viva about to happen here, guys. And then he says, and remember, politics. He's like, all right, take it away, guys. Can, do you do an Ed Norton, Ben? No, I can't. I remember, guys, politics. <laughs> no, I can't. I'll work on it. Yeah, work on a Norton for next time. Hey, guys. No, I just can't do and it. And listen, I'm a big Fight Club guy, so I see. You love it. Yeah, you, you got a poster your... up in your room. Yeah, yeah. you are fucking the king. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I see. Look, I, I see. The narrator up there on the mm. screen. <laughs> <laughs> he's referred to as Jack. So, my yeah. listen, a lot of people think his name's Jack, but really, if you've read the book, he's the narrator. And I, I look at that and I go, this guy, he's supposed to be taking down the banks. He's supposed mm. to be starting fight clubs. You know, his name is Robert Paulson. All that shit. Yet I see him up there plugging fucking Viva Levitos. I don't think so, pal. He really did phone it in, but he yeah. didn't sell out. He didn't sell out. He had a message. And then five months later, Barack Obama. So <laughs> check it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll look it up. We'll open a history book one time. Yeah. Do you nah, man, a favor? American History XI book. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. So then we wasted on those vapes. <laughs> we, did, Sorry, we did skip all the way through. Rip it and rip it. Uh, I, was we... just cutting, I was just cutting ahead there because I had something I needed to get off my chest. You can respect that. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, That's awesome. Robert Downey Jr. just said Coolio <laughs> yes. as his thank you speech. Coolio. That was great. Yeah. It's, he is the man. Robert man. Downey Jr., this is 2008. This mm. is Iron Man winning every award. Iron Man just won <clears throat> best movie of the summer so far. And it is only June 1st. So there's like five <laughs> months of summer left. <laughs> so Best movie with a dude in a car. <laughs> <laughs> This next award is for the most awesome 
Cool dude. <laughs> what do you think, Danny Junior? Because at this point in his career, too, he's a he's just he's just had the huge he's comeback. Just back. He's had Kiss Kiss Bang Bang just before this. Yes, he's Shane got <clears throat> he's got the new <clears throat> Tropical Thunder movie coming out mm-hmm. that's oh. been getting plugged it up. <laughs> ben Stiller, <laughs> Ben Stiller, Jack Black, Jack Black, and now Steve Coogan, Steve Coogan, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, Tom yes. Cruise, Tom Cruise. Look oh, it up. Yeah, Bill Hader. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Downey Jr.'s in a new renaissance, playing it like a very cool customer. When he wins that Best uh, Actor Award, what did he win? Or, or, he won Best Movie of the Summer won best so movie far. Of summer. He, you're right. He gives a one-word speech where he just says Coolio and then he walks away. But John Favreau <laughs> was the guy talking it up and he was great. He was talking about swingers when they won awards back then for swingers. Oh, we sorry. We forgot. You guys forgot to... Uh, do your sponsors. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, shit, yeah. Sorry, we should take a time out to <coughs> mention the sponsors of today's podcast. <clears throat> hey. Hi. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Mic Check on your Zoom application today. On uh, the podcast <coughs> Zoom app. <laughs> please uh, <coughs> remember to give us five Zoom moons <laughs> from the Zoom store. Uh, and in your Zoom view... Please leave us your name and Zoom for what you'd like our best new Zoom ad to be all about. Perhaps it could even be, once you go black, you never go jack. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Where we talk about the zunes of Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this movie was... This, this, this award show was interrupted about this point for an ad for Zune. Orbit gum and Dove soap. <laughs> Orbit or the Orbit gum gets another ad later through later on. Yeah. Oh boy! But of all those three products, only one of those is still relevant. And of course, it's Zune. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zune, for sponsoring our show. Thanks, we Zune. love it. <clears throat> Everyone, uh, you guys are listening on your Zune phones, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the Zune phone did actually win the big battle for best phone. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god. And then uh, it's about this point where 
probably the most, ex- I would say the second most exciting moment of this whole award show happens. Mike premieres a new character. Mm. We see a kind of mockume- mockumentary behind the scenes uh, interview documentary about a woman who is an Aussie catering Yep, craft services She's lady craft services. called what's her name? Tristan Childs. Tristan Childs. <laughs> Tristan Childs, and she is super funny. She's very good. It's a great sketch. It's the it's funnier than anything in the Love Guru. He does mm. a pretty good Aussie accent. It's a fun yeah. accent, even if it's got some problems. It's still fun. yeah, like it's it's nice. It's good, and the it's game so of the funny. character is great. The character does craft service to the stars and knows the favorite snack of every celebrity. So, the producer off camera is just rattling off a list of celebrities that mm. seems to be improvised, mm. and Tristan is answering all of them with very peculiar and specific. Yeah, a uh, lot of them snacks. is nutter butter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so nutter well, the most recurring nutter one butters. is nutter butters. Nutter butters. Nutter butters. <laughs> <laughs> She's funny. And she loves Tofog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She loves Tofog. 30 old foot of grunts. She did the catering for the Russell Crowe band video for Tofog. And she has a tattoo of them on her chest. And she does reveal that she fucked Russell Crowe. Yeah. I mean, I really did some pretty intense lovemaking. And um, sorry if that offends you. I'm sorry if that <laughs> makes you feel uncomfortable. But that's just the way that it went down. <laughs> I loved it. I I'm, I give it. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> How many zooms do you get? I give it four point five zooms. Oh, wow. that's off the zoom scale. <laughs> <laughs> it only goes up to three, so that's crazy. This is blowing the zoomometer. <laughs> Can we? I mean, Mike does. It's a bloody tsunami over here. We're getting too many. But this is super funny. I want to. Let's. Should we check this character? Absolutely, I think it's I think it's great character. It's so it's crazy funny. Yeah, it's really funny, and it's so self contained. Also, can odd. I just say that mm. we're viewing this post seeing the Love Guru, mm. so we are clutching at. We want Mike to be funny right now, but I think I haven't seen the whole thing of mm. the Love Guru, <laughs> so I can vouch that the light is there. Okay. I think brightly. Okay. This okay. is some of the funniest stuff he's done, and it's such a specific reference to two thousand and eight, like. Tofog, man. Biggest band in the world at the time. <laughs> Tofog, Viva La Vida. Uh, Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, the three biggest bands. The three big Donkey's ones. Band from Shrek, him and Puss in Boots. <laughs> Some of the biggest bands in the world. And I think it's super funny, uh, not just for that, but the, the kind of weird Australian specific- specificity of the character's lexicon, mm. uh, where he meets Jessica Alba, who is his co-star in The Love Guru, and she is pregnant at the time, and he declares that she is as big as the Sydney Opera House, (laughs) which I think is very, very funny. That's a very common expression here in Australia. Yeah, we use it all the time. (laughs) Yeah, how big is your knob? Well, big as the Sydney Opera House. Sydney Opera House. (laughs) (laughs) And it left me with a question. Jess Alba, pregnant, just recently co-starred in The Love Guru for Mike Myers. Mm. Something smells horny there. <laughs> and it was Mike at his most horny, so yeah, yeah. Well Maybe Mike's got a few extra tykes running out there. That's what I reckon. <laughs> now, while we're talking about this new Mike character, I just I think we may as well focus on Mike mm. uh heavily here. He does a couple of other characters. He also does a couple of little jokes between, you know, while as he's hosting mm. his hosting duties. 
Let's talk about his other character first. Yep. Uh, the character who went by the name Bucky of Eisenstein. Bucky mm, Eisenstein, Eisenstein, animal trainer for Hollywood movies. Yeah. What do we think of this character? Let's describe Ben. Can you describe this character for He's us? He's like just an old kind of hippie weirdo mm-hmm. who loves animals mm-hmm. and does a pet like a animal wrangler. Yeah, animal wrangler on movies, I guess. Has yeah. a mullet. Yeah. And thick glasses. And it's going pretty, str- like, it's going pretty sort of naturalistic to camera. This is about my life. Mm. While showing cuts of him playing with animals. And then all of a sudden he, it just escalates in an unusual way. And I like it, but I'm not, I'm not sure if I really like <laughs> it. The same. Way. I was yeah. like, oh, that's bold. But also, I don't I thought know. it was going fine without <clears throat> that. And they just. Threw in these things, these weirder, <laughs> these weird weirder. traits. He does. The character does get stranger. He is a real oddball. He seems to be a little dim in mm. the brightness department of brains, mm-hmm. and is which he, is a proper term. And he's gay. Didn't make he's it up. gay with another. Wasn't that old other old man that was? <laughs> I think him? so. Think so. Who's his uncle, Jack? Yeah. Oh, that's his uncle. Oh, wow. Yeah, he said he called him Uncle Jack, but I don't know if it is his actual uncle. But I think they were a couple. But you guys are brushing over the strangest part of the character, which is that he. <laughs> <laughs> this, well, I don't know what the strangest part is because there's two things. What's the one you're about to say? Well, he has a a sheep's hoof for an arm. <laughs> yes, yeah. and he does say that he had his hoof so far up Sean Penn's beast hole at one point in time. Yeah. And then you may not have been in the room during this part. You might have been checked out. Mm. He ate shit. Yeah, oh, that's he ate eating shit. He ate turds and revealed what animals had done them. Yeah, I saw and that. And it bit. wasn't just like one turd. He ate five to seven turds. <laughs> and he named all the animals that they came from. Of varying different consistencies. Some. Genus. <laughs> some were quite solid. Others were a little bit nutty. Okay. And I think you can... I think that, yes, I'm all for eating shit, <laughs> as much shit as you can eat in sketches. I think it's funny. Sure. It's sexy. And it's cool. It's horny and sexy and cool. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't think he's the guy. It's not him. Well, he's done it once Is before it? in the Spy Shagney. He drank diuretic shit from Fat Bastard. Okay. I stand corrected. I'm sorry. But it just was out of... Was just it's it just very 2008. Of, mm. Like we need to have something a bit gross out. It's a bit 2008 to quote <laughs> Fergie from around that era. <laughs> yeah, so you might you think that eating shit was big in 2008. Well, in American Wedding, Stifler famously the, eats the benchmark, shit. The, <laughs> a watershed moment. Yeah, in the, the water, <laughs> watershed moment for shit eating in comedy. So <laughs> Stifler did eat a turd to save face. Yeah, and if he did it. By God, anyone can. <laughs> That's when shit eating became mainstream, man. <laughs> it paved the way for dudes like me to go up on stage and eat shit every night. <laughs> so, my, uh, what did we think of um, Bucky? I mean, I think I actually like seeing Mike work in this doco style mm. world mm. where he's kind of being naturalistic and just describing his career and his day to day to camera without really hamming it up. Mm. Yeah. But I do not love the hoof for a hand. It is odd. It does break away any kind of uh, grounding that this has in any reality. Yeah, because Tristan didn't have any fucking no. weird. I think I love the character, but the writing let you down mm. this time. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Only two zooms <laughs> out of five. Thank you. Because 
Maybe two and a half. I'm sorry. It was good, but you know, mm. two point five zooms. You lost a lot. Because you think that, like, if they didn't have the hoof, I could have taken the shit eating. Mm. I would have been really. You can the have hoof. one both. The hoof blew up for me because it's so. It's like a cartoon character. Now. And famously, you love hoofs. Who? <laughs> Who? The hoof. You're a hoof man. Oh, big hoof guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the hoof around that little bean. You got like... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, you know what? I'm sorry. Don't worry. <laughs> you just... There's a whole context to it. Don't worry. Hoof around that little bean. <laughs> Do you think Mike got jealous that Donkey and Eddie got to use the hoof? In a manner like that. And he's like, oh, I want to hoof around the bean. He's, and he installed maybe. one onto his own hand. This is the first character he had that had a hoof and it made him feel good. Yes, this is Mike's first hoofed character. Do you think maybe this is <laughs> his sort of... Do you think he's pretending he's the devil? Well, he did say that he um, worshipped demons. Yeah, the character, the character the char- does worship demons. Oh, blessed be. It was hard to hear him because he talked like he was deaf at points. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do an impression of that? No. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did say he worshipped demons. Okay. Do you think this is Mike channeling his weird occult nature? Absolutely. In the Mike Myers book Canada, Mike Myers multiple times throughout his life had been stopped by Satanists who said that he had wonderful energy and said blessed be and then went on their merry way. Five Multiple or six times. times. Yeah. A lot of times. <laughs> Do you think he's tapping into some of that demonic energy that's in his being? Well, now that you've brought that yeah, to mind, absolutely. He's, he's, Mike has been uh, gone on record as saying that Satanists are drawn to his chi or his mm. like... His aura. His aura that he gives off, which is sort of a little his bit mojo, mischievous. mojo, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> a mischievous, naughty... Demons like my mojo, <laughs> So maybe this is him tapping into that and going, you know what? I am a devilish character. This, mm. Let's just embrace it for once and do this deaf voice. Which, wow. Can you do an impression <laughs> of that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I also liked, uh, he had one joke. Mike had a joke mm. when he came back from commercial where he says something like, uh, uh, she invented penicillin. Yeah. I'm talking, of course, about Madame Curie. But I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Megan Fox. So yeah. Just like totally. Mm. Making fun of the audience for being fun dummies. Of the fact that it's a dumb he's bloody, thing. Um, he's bloody, you know, probably giving them the old fob. He's fobbed them off a he's bit. He fobbed them off a bit. Yeah, and it's funny. Mike can do that kind of thing and get away with it. Because he's, he's, he's like Rickles. He's like Rickles. He had another great one where it comes back from commercial and he oh, goes, This is great. She's blah, blah, blah. And he's blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, that was, was it's, great. Uh, Rain Wilson and Megan Fox or whoever it was. Um, <laughs> and last but not least, the other Myers bit was the- well, not le- definitely not least. This is a historic moment in Mike history. Yeah, where the the old uh, the old uh, the old gang gets the back gang together. Gets back the band. Together. This is the first time where Wayne and Garth, Wayne mm-hmm. Campbell, Garth Algar, are reunited since Wayne's World Two in 1994. So since the since the bust up, since yeah. the bust up, and it's a I think it's a wonderful, beautiful moment. It's crazy that these guys, all these years later, are just so in character. They're just back in it like that. Mm. 
And there's moments where they're playing around, which is great. They don't have to stick to the lines too much. They're just feeling the energy. They're playing it by year. And then they present a top 10 list, their most famous sketch. And Dana doing what he does best. You know, I think he really outshone Meyer a little bit. Oh, big time. Sketch. What do you think Dana does best? Like, what do you mean by that? Comedy. Think- <laughs> really funny guy. <laughs> He does but the do character, you, character comedy. Yeah, like that. he is. Mm. He's just a natural at it. Like, they both slipped right back into those characters. But Dana is—he's so great when he's in character. Mm. Well, Dana kind of doesn't he still perform? Like he still—he still it, does yeah. stand up all night long. He keeps it, you know, moving. Yeah, he's and got you can the, tell the muscles mm. still finely attuned. But yeah. I think at this point in time, I think <clears throat> it's only recently in the last few years that he's really come back, Dana Carvey. Because he kind of went into a little bit of hiding after the failure of the Master of Disguise in 2002. Mm-hmm. He started raising his family, raising his boys up in the hills or wherever he is. Mm-hmm. And then he came down from those hills. I'm back on the scene. And he had a message. <laughs> and that message was a message of laughs. Yeah. And Trump is bad. Yeah. Mm. He does a good Trump impression now. Ish. He does, a, he does an okay Trump He's funny. funny. Come on. But yeah, I loved this. I loved... I remember seeing it at the time mm. and being so blown away. I remember it was the thing that I wanted to watch the MTV movie yes. for. I've, I've watched the clip of it multiple times online. Mm. Um, they do some jokes that are pretty dated now but would be topical. Like they reference Tila Tequila a few mm. times. Show love, yep. When they're yeah. saying swing, she's very swingable. Yep. And the top ten list... Pre her becoming... <laughs> Becoming a Hitler. Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> really? Pre-Nazi Tila Tequila. Yeah, you didn't Nazi? know. She loves Hitler. Yeah, she loves him. What? Yeah. <laughs> she thinks he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, what the fuck? You don't keep up with Tila Tequila? No. I oh, mean... man, you got to fucking just drop her a line. Man, man, if I saw her on the street, I'd say, oh, get out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on. Get That's Russell's here. stuff. You yeah. can't say that get kind of shit, dude. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. See what you're doing. I love it. Okay. <laughs> but that's it. that uh, the top ten list that Wayne and Garth do is all uh, 2008 movies, but with porn parody, parody titles. We got some great stuff in there. What was your favorite one on the list? Uh, my one was National Pleasure. National two. Pleasure Two. The Book, Book of, of Secretions. <laughs> That's funny stuff because it, it had a little flap down where the yeah. next part of the title came out, The Book of Secretions. Yeah, that was good. That's funny stuff. Do you remember any of them? I don't. There was one about the balls. Do you remember the balls one? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Dodgeballs? No. <laughs> no. I liked Alvin in the Chipmunks. That was very funny. That's rude. That's really rude. I, don't, I can't remember them. And then number one, of course, Iron Man, which I predicted. You did predict I that. Predicted you I did. saw that like good job, man. Yeah. But also, I probably just remembered it <laughs> from the million times that I've watched. This yeah, sketch. and this sketch was really big for me. I thought it was so funny back in the day. I remember me and my friend in this year, 2008, when I was 17, we had a free uh, a free period together, and we would write down our own porno parody titles. That's cool. Inspired by this because we thought it was so funny and it was like two full pages, not just like in a list. It was like every little part <laughs> was covered of this and we thought it was so funny. We'd share it with all our friends. Can you remember any of them? Um, I remember for Looking for Ella Brandy, we called it Looking for Anal Badly. Um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> we, there was one. <laughs> That's a real stretch. Yeah, hey, but it was, uh, that yeah. was good. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of other ones. There was... Um, 
I'm trying to think of which ones well, I, I would most <laughs> like to share on this one. I remember for ages, like, God, I want to think of one for the Joy Luck Club. I was, like, really trying hard to think about Joy Luck Club. And then someone just overheard me and said, hey, how about the Boy Fuck Club? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's where my brain went first. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> Sometimes that should have been wo- a gimme. <laughs> you work too hard and the best stuff just passes you by. Uh, flog Boys. Come on, dude. Boys <laughs> too. <laughs> Kings of jerking off. <laughs> See, that's great. Oh, man. This yeah, it was really ingrained in me, this sketch. I re- it really had a big impact. The my asshole. biggest in ba- <laughs> My biggest Instead influences are Fogel, <laughs> Fogel, McLovin, and also this sketch. But when it comes to I comedy. I want more Aussie, Aussie movie porn parody. <laughs> the Wankabees. That's the Wannabees one. The Crack. That's great, They It's spelled differently. Yeah. <laughs> Fanny Lewis. The, the Dick. Instead of, instead of The Dish. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it and I love it. <laughs> Working Dog. Classic movie. <laughs> Working doggy style. <laughs> front bum. Instead of front line. Oh, yeah. Rob, another working Rob Snatch, he's the CEO. <laughs> this is great. This is funny stuff. We it's midnight. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, midnight and it's official. So We're you have wasted. to check. What do, you, what do you guys think of those characters? Well, I would check the Wayne's World sketch. I'll say it's great. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's historic. It's great. It's historic. It's great just to see them again. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely. 100%. What about uh, Tristan, the oh, lady? Bucky? Yep. Tristan, Tristan, we like. Tristan, check it. <coughs> She's fantastic. I would love to see more of this character. Bucky, I'll check it. I'll say it's good. It's experimental. It's weird. It certainly is weird. I liked Bucky. I just wish she didn't have that hoof. I'd like to see more of Bucky. I'd really like to see more of Tristan, especially because it's been a while since we've seen Mike in drag. Mm, I love Mike mm. in drag. My yeah. God. I hope he, Richmond. I hope oh. he goes on season 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race. I really <laughs> hope Tristan, his character Tristan is on RuPaul's Drag Race season 10. I really hope he can win the crown. RuPaul, That's if Mike. you're listening, don't worry about it. <laughs> just, just don't send us a check for saving your butt. I think one of the other iconic moments in this 2008 MTV Movie Awards is the Generation Award. Mm, mm. And the year previously, it did go to Mr. Mike Myers. He did win the 2007 Generation Awards, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it is weird that he did win it then. I think... <laughs> <you're> getting- <laughs> so why did, why, did, why did Tom Cruise give it then? Yeah, Tom Cruise presented it to... Adam Sandler, a.k.a. The Sandman. He wouldn't stop calling him The Sandman, which is really weird. I love The Sandman. <laughs> um, he's just a terrifying... He's- Can you please do more Tom Cruise giving an award to Adam Sandler? <laughs> Sandman. He's a guy. And... <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's terrifying to watch. <laughs> he's really when he's so observing. intense because he's so serious as well. Yeah. He does like three jokes, and it's all just about Sandman calling like little Nicky serious. That's not funny. That's boy. cool though. Oh, boy, yeah, he says Sandman a lot, 
And then the Sandman gets up to accept his award, and it's it's the best thing. Yeah, it's quite good in the whole ceremony. He just is there with a live band. He does a parody, not a porno parody like Myers. He does his own thing, a song parody of "Nobody Does It Better." The theme to "The Spy Who Loved Me" by Carly Simon, mm-hmm. and. He's basically tooting his own horn, saying nobody does it better. The Sandman does it best. It's, I'd barely call it a parody. I'd say it's a cover. It's a few different he words. He changes a few words. He says, nobody does it quite as good as me. Mm. And then he says, Sandman, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. But it's the full song. He does the full song. He does the full That's song. That's his acceptance speech. And then, his obs- and then he gives an He ex- truly is the king of speech. comedy and yeah. the comedian of 2008, <laughs> Adam Sandler. <laughs> Nobody does better. Shame on you, the best. <laughs> I do, but I, do, do, do. I loved it. It's it great, and because it, it's a fun way to do an acceptance speech to just go, yeah, this show fucking sucks. Yeah, just I'm get my best. band together, get Kevin James, get Rob Schneider, put Rob Schneider in a dress, put Kevin James in a suit. It's the way he looks best. It was interesting uh, that Tim Allen wasn't there. In the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? what would he have? What would Tim Allen have said if he'd been there? Now, what would he have said? <laughs> what would he have said, Ben? Well, do you reckon he would have said anything? Like, or do you think he would have been surprised by? You, yeah. Like, yeah. If there, if there, do you think there's a moment where he's like, "They're about to give the Generation Award. Could it be me? Am I up is for it?" it? And it? he's got it in his hand. So he's going to win it. You, I'll give you some leader. Okay, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. He hasn't said the name yet. He yeah. says. I'm giving the Generation Award to... And what's going through his head in this moment? <laughs> I could get this. Yeah? <laughs> okay, so Tim Allen's thinking... Ugh. And, <laughs> and then Tom Cruise says, The Sandman, Adam Sandler. Absolutely fantastic note, I think, for us to leave on. Mm. But wait, you didn't you didn't know who won best movie. Oh god, I'm sorry. Yeah, I left the room. You left the room for the very end of the show. So, guys, please break it to me gently. What won best movie? In 2008, okay. the nominees were Um Zach and Miri make a porno. Zach and Miri make a porno. Super bad. Juno, American Gangster, um, Transformers. Um, Napoleon Bonaparte, <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> Shrek the Fourth, and what one? Only at a ceremony that was such mayhem mm. can such bayhem mm. come to pass. And there was a certain <laughs> guy the, out in the crowd who we there? did see a few times. We're like, "What's this guy doing here? Mm. He's the only kind of he's the only person of his kind here." I'm talking yeah. people behind the camera, directors that okay. don't appear on screen, That's right. like John Favreau. Okay. And we're like, "What is this curious figure?" Doing here, this tall, slender man with foppish hair. That man's name was Michael Bay, the director of Transformers. Wait a minute, are you telling me? The creator of Bayhem. Are you telling me the 2008 MTV Movie Award Best Movie and the Golden Popcorn goes to Transformers? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did you think you were going to get it? (laughs) For Santa Claus (laughs) Five. 
<laughs> and then Michael Bay <laughs> ascends, <laughs> ascends the stage with Megan only three meters away from him. They, when they accept the award together, they are very, very far apart. He's quite eloquent. He says, "Thanks to all the fans that helped me make this movie, okay. Transformers." And then he says a lot of shit. And Megan Fox doesn't say very much. And then she if leans she could, in. Though, what do you think she would have no, said? She says something. <laughs> she does say something. She says, "The second one's going to be fucking awesome." And they cut out the fucking. Oh, and then <laughs> and then that's it. There isn't any more. Mike comes out. He says his goodbye. He says goodbye, everybody. See Love Guru June twentieth, and that's the end of the show. That's the closing line. Yeah, of the thing. that's of it. The broadcast. Plea to see him. <laughs> his worst film. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, please see Love Guru June twentieth and track down Pete's meteor. Track down Pete's meteor as well, guys. Track it down. Check it out on uh, Zoom Tunes. <laughs> Check it out on iTunes. It's on there, guys. Uh, put it on Zoom movies. It's only 48 bucks right now on <laughs> ZoomChannel.com. <laughs> and thanks so much for viewing this on Pandora.tv.jp. <laughs> really, thanks, we have guys. all your details. <laughs> and your we are watching you down. right now through your webcams. <laughs> I give this, uh, if I have to check this MTV Movie Awards, three and a half Zooms. <laughs> I'm checking it too. I'm going to go four and a half Zooms. I'm going to go uh, three and a half Zunes as well. I, l- I actually really had a great time watching with this, boys. <laughs> Thank you for doing our show again, Ben. <laughs> My Thank pleasure. You. Thank uh, you so much for hanging out with us on Mic Check. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, No. No. Well, you've got a podcast? Got a podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, Tokyo Hotel? Mm-hmm. You've got a TV show? I've got a TV show. Come to... I don't know how long we'll be on the air, but I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and you got Aaron a... Chan tonight. <laughs> Come along. you got a brand new sketch? Yeah, i got a brand new... Vi- I've been... I went viral, guys. Yeah, on Reddit. Yeah, front page, man. <laughs> Loved it. You know? It's a great sketch. Great Aussie trash, trash and, and treasure. treasure. It's yeah. a really funny sketch. Check it out. Check it out. Check Give out it Aaron Chan tonight. tonight. Aaron Chan tonight. All Listen that to business. the Tokyo Hotel. Yeah. It's really funny stuff, man. What it's do you think? <laughs> what do you think Tim Allen would say if you were to listen to this stuff? Hmm. I reckon he'd uh, look around. <laughs> uh, it's a chinga. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I turned to Santa Claus. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Mike Check. Thanks for having me, Cameron James and Alexi Teliopoulos. Please. Go to Zune Tunes and <laughs> or iTunes, or whatever you're listening on. Whatever, Come and on. give us five Zunes or five stars and recommend a podcast, a spin-off podcast you'd like us to do about a very specific actor. For example, if it were Tim Allen, what would the name of that podcast be? <laughs> 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 no, yeah. Well, save it. Yeah, someone write that one in. Yeah, someone yeah. write that one in. I don't know. I don't know how you'd spell it, but figure it out yeah, and send it through to us. Please chat to us on Facebook. We're called Mike Check, and on Twitter, we're Mike Check Pod. I'm on Twitter at this is Alexi. And You're on Twitter. I am, uh, I am Cameron James. So chat to us there. We love you so much. And just once again, thank you so much, Harrison Engstrom, for finding. Uh, this video for us if we put the call out that plead out and um, truly finding a horrible <laughs> heinous website for us to watch it on but it was all worth it because we had a great time watching this and I think I learnt a lot about Mike and a lot about what makes me tick <laughs> thank you so much we'll talk to you later babies it's my check it's my check the podcast that Mike Myers
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of non-stop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.